I think staying like 45 minutes to an hour is probably best. Or 30. Or less. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we start not being cool. Entertaining. Yeah. All right. What's up, everyone? This is episode 24. 24 officially. Just catching up. Um, yeah. This is, I don't know. Do you want to call this episode one of season three? Yeah, episode one, season three. Is it season three? Season yeah, season three. It'd be season three. Or, or did we already do season three? <laughs> it's no, because no, season two was the start of the oh, the GoPros. <laughs> oh yeah, season one was at my house. Yep. <laughs> season two is at your apartment. Season three, three is at your house. By twelve corners. Yep. It's a blue house near twelve corners off Elmwood Road. Hey hey. <laughs> All right. Well, a lot has happened since our last episode. Last episode was Christmas Eve into Christmas Day. Day. Well, early morning day. Yep. Um, that was kind of a shit show. But we're back at it. Yeah, Garrett's like started leaving the house all of a sudden these past few months. <laughs> He's like, I, now I have, I have stuff to talk about. Yeah, I before i was like didn't do anything and i had nothing to talk about now i have a lot of items should i just list them off and then we can go into details yeah you can start wherever you'd like or do you have anything you want to say no we'll go off all right this is your episode garrett well january 5th we closed on the house so we then we moved in like soon after that and it's been good a little house and then i went to san francisco that was awesome we could for talk about that first later. Off, what, 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 what? we could have been neighbors we could have been neighbors <laughs> i looked at a house near near john's house wasn't good enough it was in rough shape a lot of those houses in pittsford are just there's old they're old and they've not been given a lot of Love, love. <laughs> like not enough TLC. They they a lot of them need some upkeep. Well, a lot of those houses on that road is just people which move in and out basically. Yeah, because yeah. we've had like five different neighbors right across the street the past like however many years I've been there. Four. That house that's right next to yours is like beautiful. The one that's on the corner. The green one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice looking house. And has a nice garage. <laughs> well, it's not nice, but it's nice and flat. It's so Pittsburgh though. They have like this, like these windows on the side of their house, and you can see they have like two big two Apple Mac <laughs> <laughs> Mac computers, like so bougie. They're just yeah. like showing off to the entire street. It's like, hey, look at these. This is like three thousand dollars worth of computers right we here. We can see them if we want. We'll just Probably get new more. ones. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, house buying process was kind of crazy. The market is nuts right now. The rates were better than they are now when we bought, but we still had to pay well over asking. And right now, the, like the mortgage rates are like over five percent, and we got our rate three months, four months ago now, and it was three point one two five. So there's no like special COVID rates. Nope, the COVID rates are fuck you rates. <laughs> That, well, that's what they are. I know for businesses, they're like, I know 
because we're Pete is trying to buy the property that Tree Town's at, so we're not renting it out. Oh yeah. And I think they had like a special COVID rate, it's like two point five percent. Oh really? Yeah. For like businesses yeah. that profited during COVID. Yeah, and it's probably some small business stuff too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But that's all I know about buying property. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My cousin's actually just bought a house too. She got a house right like downtown or downtown like village of Fairport. Downtown Fairport. Yeah. Where is downtown Fairport? Is it by like Hots? No, I would call downtown Fairport like where the bars are. Hmm. But they're they're more they're actually like they just got a house like right behind JP. Okay. So like they could walk there, but it's not like I don't know. They it's so weird. Like they were looking for houses and they really wanted to be able to walk to things mm. because they used to live in New York City. But I don't know. I don't get that whole what being wanting to walk to things. Like even if I if I lived at their house and I was like a 20 like there's still like a 15 20 minute walk to the bars, I would drive. Yeah. Like <laughs> even cuz like we're our houses my parents were excited because it was like walking distance through stuff in the village of Fairport, and we don't even walk to church half the time, and it's like a two minute walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, usually because we're running late, but yeah. So I don't know, but good for them. Uh, yeah. So buying a house was fun until we had gas leaks and I had to pay twelve hundred dollars to fix the gas leaks. And then we had the water main break in between our house and the street that cost 3500 bucks. Um, and now we probably need a new roof eventually. And we're looking to get AC because we don't have AC. Um, yeah, so home ownership comes with a lot of bullshit. Were you in town on Monday already? Of uh, this week? Yeah. Yeah. How was that without... It was hot. Okay. <laughs> it was warm. But we have, like, these, uh, the window units, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to use them. Like, I don't you know how to, how to put install them, them. I gotta, like, watch a YouTube video. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just shove it in the window and close it. I think so, but <laughs> that's, that's like, so sketchy. Like, it could so just fall out and, like, kill someone below. <laughs> kill a neighbor. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Once it, because it got cool though. It's like it was, like snowing this morning. Yeah. Or yesterday morning. Yes, and yesterday like, it was cold. But it was like eighty on Monday, and that's Rochester for you. I was so pissed though because I had such good weather in California and Florida. <laughs> Let me come back up here. It was nice. We had like one nice day mm-hmm. and then two nice days and then crap. Except if, it, if we didn't have that those two nice days, we'd be like perfectly fine with the weather we've yeah. had, had the last two days. Yeah, because like, oh, we'd just be nice. expecting it. Yeah. Like today would have been like everybody would be out and about because like it was sunny. But not oh, because yeah. we had Monday's weather ruined it. It's crazy though. Like you can tell like everyone's mood changes. Once it's like nice out, like everyone's outside. Everyone's just like looks happy. Mm-hmm. Like, people at work are in just, like, a much better mood. Okay, it's still going. Yeah, no, you can just exit out of that. 
freaking Norton. Um, yeah, so earlier this month, I went on a trip to San Francisco, and the purpose of that trip was for beer. So my older brother, Nick, he is a big fan. Well, he's just like a big beer guy. Like, he like knows all the crazy beers that are like get rated really well, whatever that means. But so there's this brewery called Russian River. It's in Santa Rosa, which is just north of San Francisco. And once a year, they release a beer that is uh, a triple IPA, 10.25%. Sounds um, not tasty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they only release it for like two or three weeks. And it's like a whole special event. Mm. And the thing is, they don't distribute. So the only way you can get that beer is by going there in person and, and getting it. And you can only get two bottles of it when you go. So you go... We had to wait for like three hours in line, and then they give you a wristband. And on the wristband are four tags that they can pull off. One of them, or three of them, are one, two, and three, and it's your tasters. So you get you could get three ten ounce tasters of this. So that's thirty ounces of a ten point two five percent beer. Like that's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the fourth tag was uh, for bottles, and you could get, bring home two bottles. So, you know, I only had two tasters. Your mic's kind of drooping. Oh. I only had two bottles or two tasters because, like, I was, like, just not feeling. I was, like, (laughs) all right, this beer is, like, drinkable. But, like, after two 10-outs, I was, like, okay, I need something else. Is it more like a novelty beer rather than, like, and? or do you think people actually enjoy it? No, like, like, the people that like IPAs are the ones that like are crazy beard people and they love it. It like one year, I think it was rated like the number one beer in the world or something like that. But so it's called Pliny the younger. And so they make a Pliny the elder year round, but the special release is called Pliny the, the younger. But, um, so we double dipped cause there's two breweries actually that they had. So I got, ended up bringing home four bottles of it and so i don't mean i don't know it's like cool to like bring home that stuff but now i'm like like do i save it like what do i do with yeah. it like i don't want to just like drink it and then it's gone like <laughs> it's like cool to just have it but i don't know i guess you save it for a special occasion but it it, it was it's it's pretty good I'm not a huge IPA guy, but that beer was pretty good. Um, what was good is we also went to another brewery uh, called uh, Rare Barrel, and they all they do is sours. Sours and, are and, nice. And so like every and everything they do, they age in barrels. So it's like all this like really cool flavors, and the there's some some pretty good stuff. Um, yeah. So the San Francisco trip was pretty fun. We were only there for like a weekend, but the uh, like another thing that we, or I don't know, my brother really wanted to do was go to tiki bars. And so it's like this whole like culture in the bar world of like being a tiki bar, whatever, like whatever that is. But all three of them that we went to, they were all basically like pirate ship themed. (laughs) 
and like all the bartenders are wearing like Hawaiian shirts mm. and they all make like super I don't know like classic drinks that you like drink on a cruise or in the Caribbean whatever and so that that was fun Tiki but bars are it's just like a type of it's bar. like you go in, you go to a bar and it's like like everything is it's like you walk it's into a like theme. a rainforest like everything is tiki like the walls are shiplap like um like the there's tiki music playing all the drinks are tiki so like it's a lot of it's like all rum basically rum and fresh juices pineapples uh stuff like that and i mean it we had some like amazing drinks and like one of the cool spots was it was called uh the tonga room and it was in a hotel but it was in where the pool used to be like the pool room of the hotel and so what they did is they kept the pool and so it was a pool of water but then the rest of the place was decorated as if it was like a pirate ship and every 30 minutes there would be rain that uh like rain that came from the ceiling and went into the pool so like it would be like a fresh fresh air fresh water in the air um so it was like kind of it's like Like cheesy it's like rainforest cafe but it was like really but it was like just fun but the drinks were like so expensive for a mai tai just like a like which was the cheapest drink it was 19 dollars, and i mean that's i guess that's like not unheard of for big cities like San Francisco, New mm-hmm. York, whatever. But that's definitely the most I've ever spent on a cocktail. Are there any tiki bars in Rochester? No, I don't think so. We should start one. I, that's what I was telling <laughs> Haley. I was like, yo, these places are sweet. Like, it's just good vibes. Like, I think Rochester would kill with a tiki bar. I just get her, you know, start it, liquor license, whatever we need. Yeah. Tonga room. Because you just, like, it's all, like, cheesy decorations, too. Like, it's just, like, random tiki people shit. People like, like that here. I think people like it everywhere. Yeah. You could, like, so do, like, turn up the ace or, like, the heat just so it's, like, warm. But, like, mm-hmm. also have, like, fans going so it's, like, a warm breeze. Yeah. And then, um, so, like, you feel like you're on a tropical area. Oh, that'd be awesome going like a really crappy weather and then outside and then you walk, oh, that, yeah. then you walk in and it's like, oh, I'm, I feel like in, you feel like you're on, in an indoor beach or something like that. Let's do it. That just sounded good. Think, talking about the weather. I can imagine like when mid January, like this weather sucks. Let's go to whatever Tiki Bar's name is. Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Good vibes. It was so funny. There was, like, when we were at one of the tiki bars, like, there was this, like, I don't know, like, 50-year-old dude who, I think he was, like, he retired, and that he then he was, like, super drunk, and he was talking to the bartender. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I've given up on beer, and I'm just going to do straight tiki. Like, and then he's like, I've been hitting up all the tiki bars in town, like, this is awesome. And he was like from like somewhere else, but he was like, <laughs> it's just so funny. He's like, I'm just going to go only drink tiki now. Like this is the way. 
Was drinking tiki, just going to tiki bars. <laughs> just drinking tiki cocktails. Cocktails. So, and I mean, so there's like there's like a like a recipe that makes a tiki cocktail. I think it's it's got to have coconut. No, it's just like very generic. Like you got to have your liquor. You got to have a spice, fresh juice, and like sugar. Um. And so, like, the spice thing is what... So, there, it's some, like... You get, like, a lot of, like, nutmeg and stuff like that. Which is pretty pretty good. It's weird that that's, like, a specific genre of, like... It just seems like a random idea that worked. Yeah, I mean, there's... Uh, the one bar we went to called Smuggler's Cove. They wrote a whole book on, like, tiki bars. And so, like, they kind of explain, like, I think it goes into the history of, you know, like, the top tiki bars mm-hmm. in the country. And because they were, I think, like, that place is rated one of the top. And it they also, like, give, like, some, re- like, recipes, their cocktails and stuff like that. But it's, I don't know, it, you just, like, get a lot of, like, different stuff. It, and the thing is, it's all, like, super sweet. And, like, or it's like creamy like they have like a banana cream liqueur that they would make these cocktails with and they blended them with ice and oh man it was just like so good and you don't taste the Alcohol. the rum at all cuz rum rum like hides very well mm-hmm. so like you have like two cocktails and you're like whoa <laughs> so Florida now? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'll just rant on everything that happened. Um Florida was fun. Went to Florida to visit my grandparents. They bought a house there maybe like six or seven months now. Um months ago. And we hadn't visited them yet. And they were supposed to come up for Christmas, but they never did because they're fake. And then <laughs> so so we had to go down and visit them. And it was awesome. Like, their house is just amazing. It's huge. They have, like, like three extra bedrooms. So, like, a lot of people can visit at once. But they just have, like, a huge living room, a huge kitchen. And you walk out to this, like, perfect, like, backyard with a pool and a hot tub and a fire pit. And it's, like, on a lake. Uh, and they have a boat to go out on the lake. So... It's, it, it was pretty awesome. And then the thing is my aunt and uncle, they live four houses down also on the lake. So we got to hang out with them too. And their house is actually even nicer than my grandparents. Cause they, when they bought it, they kind of gutted it and updated it all. But it being in San Francisco and then being in Florida, I came back to Rochester and I was like, my house sucks. My house is too small. Rochester sucks. There's nothing to do here. The weather sucks. Like, I was just like, I was so happy and now I'm back here and I'm just like, ugh. What did you like better? West Coast or San Francisco or Florida? Well, so I was in Wellington, which is... Right outside, it's East Coast. It's right outside West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach is on the 
Yeah. So, interesting. Interesting. West Palm Beach has apparently has like fifty three billionaires living there, and there's only like like two thousand something billionaires like in the world. So it's like a very ritzy place. Mm. San Francisco was kind of a dump. Really? Yeah. Like if you aren't in like the nice the like on one of the nice streets, like we like you know the classic like San Francisco streets where like you know the one that uh the tilted roads. Like the tilted roads, like the one road that is like very like zigzag the trolleys uh, the trolleys like yeah. that that stuff is cool um but there's like homeless people everywhere trash everywhere like you go like just a little outside of like a nice area and it's just like a dump <laughs> we were in our hotel was in chinatown and it was actually really cool being in chinatown there's just like so many like restaurants and like little markets and stuff like that and that area was fairly nice but there was also a lot of just like not great areas yeah. it was like i don't think i'd want to live here well, that's how like i guess that's how like every big city is like kind of though like there's really nice areas and not so nice areas because you in florida were you more in like a suburbish area or was it oh yeah city? yeah definitely but even so, though, like, I was, like, I mean, when we were in Boston, like, Boston was so much nicer it was, as a yeah. city. It felt clean. Like, San Francisco, like, it it was, it just felt like a, a dump. And it was, it was really cool to be there, but, like, it was just kind of, like, really weird to be, like, I thought, because... I've been to other places in California, like San Diego and, uh, like LA, Irvine, like Orange County, like those places you're like, wow, like I would love to live mm-hmm. here. Like, this is awesome. I went to San Francisco and I'm like, nope, I would not like to live here. Like it's cool to visit, but it's, it's not great. But, um, but Florida was, was pretty nice. The thing with Florida though is, it just it gets too hot in the summer super humid like rochester is pretty nice in the summer but um yeah it gets super humid and it gets like in the hundreds like like you you just don't go outside mhm so i mean that's why all the old people they live there half the year you know? they don't do outside stuff as much yeah i mean that's why so many people retire to Florida so they can enjoy the warm weather. But I don't know. It it I I think I'm definitely I definitely want to I think visit there once a year now that my grandparents will be there, but it it is it is pretty cool. But we drove. How was the drive? It was I don't know. I guess it was better than I thought it was going to be, but it still sucked. Like I would have never. <laughs> <laughs> like we drove the first day, we drove 15 hours, 15 hours of driving, but you know that it was actually like a longer day than that. Cause you stop, you eat food, like mm-hmm. you're not driving straight. And so we went from, you know, Rochester and we made it all the way down to Savannah. Oh man. And we, so we stopped at this like super sketchy 
trashy hotel in Savannah. And what happened was we tried to get a different hotel because we needed one that was pet friendly because mm-hmm. we brought Java. And we so we called up the people. We're like, hey, like, can we get a room? And they're like, oh, we're all booked tonight. But I have another pet friendly. We have another pet friendly hotel just down the street that you can we'll book you at. I'm like, okay, great. So like we did that. And then I brought Java in and like the assistant manager was there and he goes, is that a service dog? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, I just want, well, you have to know that we are not a pet friendly hotel. And I'm like, like this, we had been driving for 15 hours. (laughs) Like this guy saw the look on my face and it was just like, oh, this poor kid. Because I was just like, are you like, I was like so Mm -hmm. done with it. And, and he, you know, kind of threw me a bone and he was just like, well, okay. I I explained my situation. I'm like, we, like we called this other hotel and they, they booked it here for us. And they said, you guys pet friendly. That's like why we're here is Mm because we were told you're pet friendly. And he goes, well, for you tonight, this is a pet friendly hotel. Like my name is Mr. Antonio. I want you to know that we're not a pet friendly hotel, but for you tonight we are. I'm like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> like, like someone that wasn't a dick. <laughs> so we stayed, stayed there. So we like try to like make, make sure Java didn't like destroy the place. <laughs> we try to be really careful about that. And then, um, the next day we had, about like six hours left of driving because it was tw- it's like 21 hours total so that wasn't that bad because we did like six hours in the morning and then we had we got there and we got to spend the rest of the day have dinner with them but driving back we actually went to atlanta um and visited her brother Haley's brother there um so it was from florida it was eight and a half hours to atlanta because Atlanta's kind of out of the way to yeah. Rochester. So it was eight and a half hours there. And then it was, I think, 14 and a half the next day uh, to, to back to Rochester. And that was this Saturday. So, I mean, we managed to get home Saturday night. And then we had all Sunday to kind of relax. relax and get ready for work on Monday. But it was a lot. It was kind of exciting, though. I mean really you know mixes things up and but i guess vacation is vacation it's fun but it's also a little stressful and a lot of work but whatever are you guys driving there like whenever you guys go there again are you you guys driving again you guys i don't know the issue is we have java Mm -hmm. and i don't know if we could take him on a plane Apparently, you can take dogs on on planes if they're small enough to fit under the seat. If not, then they have to go in cargo. And like, Cargo's kind of sketch. It is so sketch. Like, I could imagine. Because it probably gets, like, really cold and I don't know. It's where the dead bodies are. Yeah, <laughs> man. But, yeah, I don't know. We... I I don't want to drive, but we we might have to if we want to do that trip again. I don't know. Maybe Java could. He's definitely small enough to fit under the seat, but would he actually stay like, like stay put? Yeah, he might just like go crazy or I wonder because 
I wonder if there's a l- weight limit too, because he's small, but he's. How much did he weigh? Thirty, forty. He so he was thirty-eight. He just went to the vet today, and they said he was thirty-five. So he lost weight, but they said it's probably just like puppy weight that he lost. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be cool to bring him on a plane because then we could take him elsewhere. But I don't know. I know my mom's side. They when they were younger, they'd take go on vacation to Florida and they would drive every time but there was like yeah maybe like nine of them so i think they wow i don't know if that would make the trip feel any better or worse they take a van yeah <laughs> but i feel like if you did that drive by yourself i might just turn around like halfway and you're like <laughs> nope <laughs> yeah but if you turn around halfway then, then you could have made it yeah <laughs> no i know what you mean do you ever feel like when you're in cars you be like this. If I wasn't in a car, I'd be. If, if like you, I'd be like in the future right now, just because that's how slow time feels like in a car <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Like if I was just at home, it'd be like nine, but it's six right now. Even I, that's not how time works. <laughs> that's what it feels like to me sometimes. I always feel like time is going so slow when I'm, if I like constantly look at the clock, but then. Sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, it's been like two hours. Like, mm. okay, that went by quick. But sometimes it goes by really slow. It, it depends on what you're driving through. Like when we were driving through West Virginia, it's like really pretty. Like there's mountains and stuff. Driving through Florida is so boring. Like you can't see the water. Like it's just lo- like Roads. a long straight highway. There's no turns at all. It's just like straight. So you don't even have like, like it's like, oh, I've been doing the same thing for like five hours now and I still feel like I haven't gotten anywhere. <laughs> I remember this, I think it was in June or some early summer month. Um, we were visiting our family in New Jersey Mm-hmm. And I was coaching last year also. So we had a sectional game. So I left the next day. And oh, re- yeah. And the rest of my family went ahead. And it was only like a five-hour drive. But like the first 15 minutes on the road, I was like, <laughs> oh, it's been kind of long. Let me check how <laughs> let me check how much time I have left. And I, I was only 15 minutes into the drive. And I was like, okay. This I, sucks. I always do that for the long <laughs> trips. So wait, it's been 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't even, out of, I was like not even at the outlet malls and it felt like forever. I was like, okay, this is how this is going to go, I guess. That's funny. I wish it was just like, I wish I had like a Tesla with the self-driving. Yeah. Then I could like eat or like watch a movie or something. <laughs> That'd be cool. That's the future. I think I just need to get in like this like mental state where I just start thinking of random stuff. Yeah. And I just get on a roll with that and then time will go fast. But if I'm actually focused on driving, which you should be when you're driving, it takes forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Haley likes to talk. So she usually just has like a lot to like talk about. Just like so we end up just talking about random stuff and that usually helps the time go by pretty quickly. You're like what? We should record a podcast. <laughs> we listen to so much Taylor Swift 
like we like were going through all of like her old songs. I was like, oh man, I forgot how good these were. Like <laughs> these are bangers. <laughs> like mean, mean by Taylor Swift. Or did you listen to like when she was past her country phase? We listened to Red. I mean both. Like we listened to Red. We listened to like Enchanted. Do you know that song? Yeah. That song like got popular on TikTok recently, the, but that song's long like it takes forever to get to the TikTok part. Oh yeah, I know, it's weird. I'm trying to find the song another Taylor Swift song that I like. That's um, older. Yeah, I mean, I, it was, it was like, oh, okay, we'll listen to like Taylor Swift for like an hour, and then it was, and then we like, all right, we'll listen to something else, and then it's like, okay, I think it's been long enough. We could go back to some Taylor Swift. I don't think we'll be sick of it now. And she has that like one ten minute song too, so it's like, like oh, we're like one hour away. We could just like. Listen to the song six, six times. <laughs> that doesn't sound bad. <laughs> That's how I time my showers. Like, all right, if I'm here for three songs, I'll be out in time before work. <laughs> That's funny. The song I was singing was "You Belong with Me." Did you guys listen to that album? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. And then like uh, our song. Um, it's like our song on the radio, blah blah blah. Our song is a slam screen door. Oh, yeah, let's sing a different song. Sneaking out late, tapping on my window. Did you guys sing along? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Haley does. I will sometimes. Okay. I don't know all the words, so like I'll just That's be like, the worst. I'll, I'll be like, uh, on my <laughs> window. Like, <laughs> like I only know like some parts. I don't know how people memorize song lyrics so well. Some people just do. Like, even if I listen to a song ten times in a row, I won't know it all because... A lot of times, I don't even know what the like the people are singing. But, like, so I'll just, like, make up whatever, like, I <laughs> think it sounds like. Yeah. The best is when, like, you don't really know the lyrics, but you kind of are singing along and you guess and you get the word right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some songs that... I think I like in, like instrumental like that like the pace of songs, and like how that like that part of song sometimes. So there's just one song I liked. It was called "Closer" by whatever lyric, and then I didn't know it was the lyrics were kind of bad, not bad, but kind of inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> or no, there's another one. It's called uh, "Passenger Side," and the song is about like it's like upbeat and like happy but it's about like these people like hooking up in the passenger seat of my car and i had it in the treetown playlist because it has no swear <laughs> words but i was just sit, standing there making drinks like oh this is inappropriate probably should get rid of it because there's kids nice. here some like music is interesting because like some songs are just like a lot of I feel like a lot of the songs that are coming out now are like so repetitive in the sense of like the the verses are so short and they have a long chorus and the, you hear the chorus like four or five times mm-hmm. in the song. I think which like J. Cole is like lazy. Yeah, J. Cole and his 
Forest Hill Drive album, he like had like a verse, and he was just like talking about how, or it might have been Drake. I think it was Drake when he he said something like, all the songs that are just ninety percent chorus. Oh really? That's interesting. Which is true. Oh no, he said no melody. Like, oh yeah. I can have future with, like no melody or something like that. I don't know. I don't know rap that well, but. It is true. My issue with music is, like, there a lot of times, like, I don't want to listen to whatever is, like, suggested from Spotify, or, like, I don't want to listen to today's top hits or whatever, because that's just what's all over the radio. I'm sick and of it. And TikTok. But I'm so, like, I don't know what else to play. It's, like, like I can't, like, find other music. So, like, for example, like I would go to like your playlist, and I'm like, yeah. oh, and then I'm like, oh, dang, this is a nice playlist. It's all like, new. Yeah. It's all stuff that, well, it is popular songs, but they're not current songs yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Like Pandora, Pandora used to like, I know they would like create playlists for you and stuff like that, and I always like hated it. But now I'm like realizing I'm like. That's probably what I need is, like, because I'm just so late. And I'm too lazy to go through and, like, make my own playlist. Pandora I, used to be sick. I used to... That's how I, like, started listening to more music that wasn't just Christian contemporary music. <laughs> that's all I listened to growing up. Because, like, it would just play whatever genre of music. Yeah. That's how I started listening to, like, Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. He was the first rapper I listened to because, like, you know, he didn't sound as aggressive because <laughs> he's white. <laughs> I think the first, I mean, probably, like, the first rapper I remember listening to was Eminem. I used to listen to a lot of, like, the Eminem's, and Eminem's old stuff was, like, I don't know how to say it. Not raunchy, like but intense. like it, yeah, intense. Yeah, and I didn't like, like intense rap before. It's like aggressive and very vulgar. Yeah. I still have to get in the mood to listen to like intense rap music. Yeah. Sometimes like you just need it though. Just like sometimes you just need to scream and yell. I've never. Do you ever feel like that? Yeah, but I never. I never actually do it. <laughs> actually, to pump myself up, I'll scream, but I'm whispering, screaming, and it still bumps me up. <laughs> I go, come on. Like, I just do that really hard, and yeah. all of a sudden, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what what have you been up to the past four months? Anything, you know, pretty cool? No, nothing super interesting. Yeah, well, you're undefeated as a coach. Yeah. It, as it was a head coach. It was a lock. Lock to go one and oh. Do you like coaching? Is it fun? I like, yeah, because there's always things that I wanted to implement into. Oh really? Teams, not teams, but like as a player, big. Like, oh, this would. If the whole team did this, I wonder how this would go or whatever. Yeah. Or like I see things that, because especially like modified baseball, it's slower paced. So right. like the advantage like you can take advantage of the small things more yeah than like if it was faster paced yeah because everyone throws slower and stuff because like for example it seems like a 
200 IQ move <laughs> now because the catchers throw slow back to the pitcher and all that jazz. But like when it's a runner on third, we have a runner on third, and our guy walks it. We'll have him, instead of just walking to first, we'll have him go to second straight through. And then it's basically a lock for a run to score because – He'll distract the pitchers, and since they're young, they like, get all flustered. They're like, what the? What? <laughs> and then, easy run. Dang. I mean, yeah. I Well, with modified, you are still teaching, like, just, like, the fundamentals of baseball and, like, you know, the strategies, like. Yeah. And there's a lot. Like, baseball is a very, I don't know, it's a very interesting sport. And there's a lot of, like weird rules that you don't necessarily see on tv if you're watching like mlb mm. like and, and you don't know so i mean like baseball has definitely like got a like a big learning curve i feel like for a sport i don't know yeah there's just i didn't know about this rule but yesterday we there's a pop-up and it went to our center fielder there's a runner out there with one out, runner on first also. Okay. So our center fielder caught it, and the runner at first didn't. He, like, instead of tagging up, he, like, went off the base. So we had to play at first, which would have been, a like, a force out. Yeah. So if we throw that, get the throw there before the runner scores. Well, usually a double play would just end the inning no matter what. If the runner scores, there'd be no run scored. Yeah. But, like, this weird rule, it was that. Because there, he wasn't forced to go back to first, technically. Why, though? I don't know. It's like it's why it's weird, because you think a double play would just end it. But because it was, it's technically like a time play where if the runner crosses before the double play ends, the runner still scores. And I didn't know that was a thing on fly balls. Wait, so you had... Did you have a runner on third, too? They had a runner on third, and it was first and third. right. And we had a double play at the end of the inning, but the runner touched the plate before it ended. Oh, that's weird. Which, in normal circumstances, if the runner crosses before the inning, the last out is recorded. If there's no force out, yeah, then it counts. Hmm. It's weird. It's hard to describe. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like baseball, there's a lot yeah. of weird things. But like I, I like just learned about uh, well, and like so pitching, like there's so many weird rules, right? Like, about, box. like, how you can pitch. Like, you have to, you basically have to be very careful in the way that you, like, set up for a pitch before you pitch, right? You have to, yeah, come set. And you, like, literally can't even budge from that. After coming set, you can't turn your shoulders or. Which, it, which is weird. Like, it's, it's, like, it's, so, and, like, the thing about baseball that, bugs me is uh how much judgment is in the sport and not not actual like refereeing or like it it's like what's what's the point of having an umpire if they're gonna be wrong all the time. If, if they're gonna be wrong or if we literally have like a camera yeah that is showing us whether or not it's a ball or a strike like i mean i don't i see this stuff on twitter all the time it's like angel it's hernandez a, yeah I feel like if I was, like, a big baseball, like, I was, like, Mike Trout or Bryce Harper or, like, any of the stars, I would just 
publicly just roast <laughs> Angel Hernandez. You're right. Because he's just protected by, like, the umpire union. That's why he still has a job, supposedly. Because <laughs> someone that bad would just be fired at any other job. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, why? And, and the same thing goes for, like, I don't know, a lot of sports. It just bugs me. Like, uh, the whole, there, there's too much judgment, human judgment for some things that we now have the technology yeah. to just to just say. Like, I mean, like, they they do it in tennis now. Mm. Like, for whether or not the ball is in or out. Like, that kind of technology. Yeah, I think they're trying to do that for the UFL or USFL. Like, the, the different uh, football, league. football league. I think they, like, are, like, kind of testing it out. Yeah, I know in the minor leagues... One of the minor league levels, they did robotic umpires. Oh, really? Yep. Do you know how that went? Probably better. I didn't didn't look into it, but there was one call that the ball just totally looked like a ball, but it was actually a strike. Weird. Which I guess people, you have to get used to like the actual zone since it's always different every game, basically. Well, because the zone is different depending on the player, right? On the batter? Yeah. Because it... So it's, I mean, it's the edges of the plate, but the height has to do with. It's usually like, like the chest and torso knees. and knees. Mm-hmm. And then umpires will obviously have there'd be tighter some spots, bigger in other spots. It's so weird. It's just weird. <laughs> it's so weird. And baseball is one of the sports too. It's like, I we've I, we've probably said it before. I say it every time. It's just like. Any team can win on any day. Mm-hmm. It's so odd. What's interesting for betting, at least, is seeing like the no run scored in the first inning bets. Those oh yeah, all, those are fun to follow. The, yeah, those are very popular right now. Like, those ones I just want to throw so much money on one, <laughs> but I know I'd get it wrong. Yeah, the first pitch of the game, home run, <laughs> like something stupid like that. I just like 50-50 odds because it's like, what are the odds I actually get it wrong so many times in a row? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I I bet a few uh, baseball bets, but I, just, I don't think I've actually won any of them. My, the NBA was... Towards the end of the NBA season, it hasn't hasn't been good either. So I've just been kind of backing off. <laughs> I haven't, yeah, I haven't done anything since Connor shot got cold. I like retired <laughs> after that. Yeah, now he's hot again. <laughs> yeah. That fucking bitch. Even in baseball, he's doing good. Yeah, <laughs> he's like fifteen and six on mm-hmm. no run first innings. <laughs> If I had more money to play around with, I would, but I don't. Got to save that money. Are you saving for anything? Just school. Yeah. Saving up for school. What's what's the next step? Masters and something. I don't know what I want to do exactly anymore. I would say I could teach. That's always... Do you still want to be a teacher? Yeah, I could... Yeah. I want to do something teaching related, I guess. Do you want to work for a school? 
like or like do you want to work for maybe like a university would you want to do like college yeah i want to i don't know there's just so many things i'd i'm considering that like what i could well like i like the uh post-secondary like college like college like those post-secondary programs yeah or teaching in a college but then that'd be more like doctorate yeah. or i could just do like i could teach in a community college whatever what's that called again adjunct yeah adjunct professor there's just a lot of options too many options <laughs> yeah or i can just or counselor ex-school counselor or there's you a lot of directions how you go do you still want to do teach biology or yeah I just want to do a lot, so I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do the most. Yeah. Because I don't want to, like, get my master's in one thing and be like, oh, I want to do that instead. Yeah. So I guess, so you're just trying to think of how you can be, you know, what you have to do to be more versatile. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like, you try something, and then you could try something for a year or two, and then, you know, if you don't like it, move to something else. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, so you have... Cause you got your certificate mm. in undergrad, but don't you still have to take tests, right? Yeah, which doesn't take long. So you just need a master's in something, something, and you could you could maybe get a master's in some kind of counseling thing. So you could you could do teaching or counseling. Yeah, and you could probably do counseling at a university level too. I don't know. And then there's like Being education. at college was fun. So like, I feel like working for a college, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. And then there's like educational leadership. So you could, there's a lot of stuff in schools. Yeah. Cause I was talking to our AD cause he's a varsity coach of the baseball team. Yeah. And I don't know. It seems like a chill gig also. Well, and that's the thing is like, like how, how much, do like like sometimes like the high school teachers that do the varsity coaching they make money yeah like i mean didn't mr busani make a lot of money like obviously he worked as a teacher for many years but being like the varsity coach like helped him a lot too and then i know mr caputo was making a good amount of money too and he and he did special ed but and he was, I don't know, it seemed like that was chill also because he, had, yeah. he had like a P PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Not that money is everything, but as Ariana Grande once said, whoever said money can't solve your problems must have not had enough money to solve them. Definitely can't solve all your problems, but it'll make your problems less problematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Haley keeps talking like she's like I just got this feeling that like we're just gonna like win the lottery and whatnot I'm like okay so are we gonna buy lottery tickets or like we don't, we don't do that <laughs> dude I've been like I only bought a lottery ticket once and obviously <laughs> I didn't win but some reason you just feel like you're just something's yeah. gonna fall into like, your lap one day like I got that one strong feeling that I was gonna get hot in roulette which I only got five hundred bucks. Yeah, but it was still a nice little hot streak. 
had that same feeling if I just bought like a Mega Million ticket at the bowling alley. <laughs> like when I, when we were doing all scratch off, like I feel kind of hot right now. Like if I buy a, a lottery ticket, I might hit. That's the thing. Someone's got to win. Why not you? Yeah. Like when's the last time a winner's like a hot ticket came out of that thing? Who knows? Obviously, it doesn't work like a slot machine, <laughs> but. <laughs> The machine might be hot and nobody's been touching it. <laughs> oh, man. I would love for money to just fall into my lap like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, obviously, you guys are still working hard. But I feel like having like a mindset, like, oh, it's just going to, yeah, we're going to win the lottery. Like, I feel like yeah. it's going to happen and you're just waiting for it. <laughs> and then it's just so, yeah, it's like so unproductive. Yeah. But it's also what I want to happen. Yeah. I want, the thing that Haley, Haley's been talking about lately is like, oh, I want to live in another country or like, I want to not live in Rochester my whole life. I'm like, I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty cool, but it, we got to get a job. That means we got to get a job somewhere yeah. else and to support ourselves, whatever. And then I like, it reminded me, I saw this, this uh, girl on TikTok. She was talking about how, she doesn't plan on retiring, but she plans on like doing like sabbaticals or basically retiring every three to four years. So like you work three to four years, you save up a bunch of money and chill and then you take like a year off. Like you go do mm-hmm. whatever, like you can learn more skills to make yourself more profitable or marketable. And, um, and then you, you know, you go back into the workforce for another three or four years and, Rinse and repeat. I mean, it sounds kind of cool. But sounds like a no-brainer. <laughs> I know. Like, it sounds awesome. But then I'm like, I'm just also one of those pr- people that's, like, trying something that's so, like, unconventional. It's, like, it's so hard for me to do. Because I just, I like to do what everyone says is the best thing to yeah. do or, like, the right thing to do. That does sound like a good idea. Yeah. I feel like that that might be my move now. Now that you mention it, I I feel like I get bored easily. Like, not bored easily, but there's I don't want to feel stuck. That's why I don't want to make yeah a sense own decision yet. Yeah. Maybe I mean, I'll just do all those things that I mentioned. I mean, it's I feel like it could be pretty cool. You you live below your means, you know, to save up the money, and then but then you could. You know, you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to another country, visit these places you always want to see. Um, I think what makes the most sense for the position I'm in right now is because I get such good vacation time is to just save it and, you know, just take a whole month off. Like, go, like, spend a month in Italy. Like, a month is more than enough time to feel like that you actually kind of live somewhere, like... A month is a long time. Yeah, like, because, I mean, like, you go somewhere for vacation for a week or two weeks, like, you, you don't, you're not necessarily feel like you're living there, you're just, like, visiting. I feel like a month could be long enough where you're like, oh, I, you know, I lived there for a month, like, I... I feel like a month, I definitely have days where I literally do nothing. <laughs> exactly, like... You're not, like, stressed that you got to go see everything, whatever. Like, you... You have time to do everything. You you go to a local grocery store and, like, you cook for yourself. Like, a lot of times on vacation, like, 
you're going out to eat every time. Mm-hmm. Like you're not you're not living the life of like a local person. I don't know. That's like one thing I I thought of, and I was talking to my uh, one of my managers, and I was basically telling him like if anything, if there's any like opportunity that presents itself that could lead to you know visiting other countries like to let me know or like keep me in mind like because we have we own companies in brazil scotland and spain and like spain is like our mother company it'd be pretty cool to like spend a couple weeks in spain for work because then i'd be getting paid too (laughs) and then you probably could do it during like a summer month since Haley teaches so like she'd have probably some time off too definitely and the thing is, though, with Haley teaching, and she has a, her degrees in English. She can like, teach English, she can in teach other countries. English in other countries. And I think in some countries that pays a lot. I think countries like actually like China, like you could make a lot of money doing that. But I don't know who wants the to countries where they send the most exchange <laughs> students to America. Yeah, exactly. Or exactly. they come to America for college. Yeah. Which is China mostly. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I like Rochester. There's a lot of good things about it. But there's also just, like, the fact that I've lived here forever. So, I don't know. I feel like if in, like, 15 years, if I have only lived in Rochester, I'm going to be like, well, I'm stuck here forever. <laughs> like, not going anywhere else. I feel like 15 years would be, I don't know, 15 years wouldn't be that bad because, like, you're be older, so you won't. 15 years, we're going to be 40. Yeah. Well, because, like, now, like, if you've left, well, for me, because I like doing stuff. Yeah. Out, like, not, like, I like doing stuff outside, like, sporty, not sporty things, but, like, tennis. I think tennis is fun, but you need other people to play with or, like, yeah, I like doing stuff with other people so if i just left i'd have to do that with some new people <laughs> you'd have to make new friends <laughs> new friends that i won't like as much <laughs> dang so like if i just left to some random state like indiana i'd be like well this sucks <laughs> well what, what were you saying like you're like Don, if you go to San Diego, I'm I'm moving to San Diego. <laughs> He's like, oh, good, I'll need roommates. <laughs> I wouldn't go to San Diego if I don't know anybody there, because then... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not the kind of person to make new friends. Yeah, I'd, I feel like I'd just be sick. At first, I'd be like, this is sick. And then I'd be like, well, I need to meet new people now. And I feel like I'd... I think I just won't make as much effort to be really good friends with other like new people because yeah, I don't know. And but I totally get your point. It's like even here, it's like, oh, it'd be fun to like you know go out to a bar or something. But it's like, I mean, I enjoy spending time with Haley, but like sometimes I'm like, oh, it's just me and Haley. Like, <laughs> like I'd rather like not spend the money or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like. But but if it's like, oh, we're going to meet someone else out, like we're going to like, like we've been going to trivia on Wednesday nights with my cousin and her husband and like, it's been so much fun. Mm. So I don't know. I guess, yeah, 
well because like there's like a social person there's like levels of friendship because like no offense to my other friends you know sadly if you're listening you know who you are (laughs) but i don't really care as much about you guys as like you know garrett jake andrew jeff donovan like the core my core group of friends i i don't make as much effort yeah which sounds bad but i feel like most people are like that yeah definitely yeah you can only do so much they're like there's i just don't like you guys as much i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh man i met i miss my the friends i made at college it was really fun when they came up for the wedding and that was so funny that you guys were hanging out that was fun what we need to do is we need to get our friends to actually want to do things more because no one ever wants to do anything (laughs) it was fun going to the go-kart stuff that was fun i want to i want to get good at that but i don't want to spend money dude that was like that was like more intense than I thought it was gonna be. Like even driving on the roads now, I'm like hitting my apexes right. Like I'm like, because <laughs> hey, I realized for a couple of those turns, I was not instead of hitting the actual apex. Um, this is bad podcasting because I'm showing gear in my hands. But this is the turn. This is the apex right here. Yeah, I'd hit it here, and then go out instead of going out wide and then yeah. hitting the apex. Yeah. And like, it's, but like I would put myself. Like, I wouldn't try to put myself in that position. It's just like, it's like, oh, I did one thing wrong in the turn before, and now I'm, like, in this terrible position for the next turn. But, like, I think I was, like, sweating a little. I was, like, like, because, like, my heart was racing. I'm, like, oh, this this is intense. Like, I want (laughs) to go fast, but, like, I could easily just, like, it is easy to spin out on those things. I I told my cart, and I spun out twice, once. So this was our first race, and what was it, maybe like two laps in, three laps, <laughs> like three laps in. Also, like they shut off all the go karts, like they like they have the control to do that. Like so, no one's moving. Like what the hell is going on? Like I turn behind me, like like two turns behind <laughs> me. John is in a wall, <laughs> like like half his car is in the wall, and and like all the guys are like running over to get you, like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cause I, I think you, your thing was stuck. Yeah, I was, I was like, my car was like underneath the barrier. <laughs> so the guys came over and like, I think they eventually got you unstuck. And then like, did they say anything to you? Like you came in and that was it. Like, the, yeah, they didn't, <laughs> they, they weren't like, oh, you suck. Like they didn't like. Dude, you, that was terrible, bro. <laughs> or, or like, or you're kicked out or anything <laughs> like that. No, because they brought you another car. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's pretty nice that they, like, let you keep racing. I mean, I guess that... It's also expensive, so that's probably, like, paying for whatever damage that may happen. Yeah. But, and then I saw the guy, the guy drove your broken cart past me. I was like, oh, is it actually broken? And I know it's like... Like the front no, left, the right, the right, or, wheel. Or the front right wheel was just like completely sideways. <laughs> you really racing hard. It I, was, up. I was pushing too hard. Well, what happened was I, I got into, the, I took the turn too deep. Yeah. And then I got on the power too early, so I just. <laughs> <laughs> that turn was hard though, because I only like made that turn like 
fast. I think like like three times. Yeah, I think I only nailed it out once. Of like how many laps we did? Like, and I bumped into that wall every other time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like at one point I was racing right behind you, and every time you passed that, you bumped into that wall. <laughs> I didn't want to make any changes to my racing because it was staying on the track. So I was like. <laughs> If I change anything, I might mess up and it's going to get ahead of me. I want to do an actual race, though, like, not just by lap time, but, like. That would be cool. But like then we'll how do, do you. Oh, oh we'll yeah, we have qualifier. to do a qualifying. <laughs> like, that would be dope. It, it was cool, though, being behind you because it was, like, it really felt like I was, like. We were looking for opportunities to get past I was. Me. I was like, I was like, oh man, this is what it feels like. like <laughs> we're trying to overtake someone. I'm like, oh, I gotta put in my DRS. Like, like and then that. like you would see like, they, oh, they took a turn wide here. I might be able to sneak in next time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, so like, I was like, okay, I if I follow their line, like I'll probably like stay the same speed as them. And I'm like, okay, so then where can I find the advantage? Mm. It, I mean, it was just like kind of cool. It, like. I can't imagine what it's like being in an F1 car going 200 miles an hour. And looking for this, like, trying like, to get, find as much time as you can out of the car still like, going oh 200 God. miles an hour. Yeah, pretty crazy stuff. But it was pretty fun. <laughs> I feel bad that Connor, uh, that Sarah didn't race. Didn't race. It was kind of intimidating. Um,. Like, the first lap, I was like, this is way faster than I thought it was. Yeah. And also... Oh, yeah. I wasn't used to breaking with my left foot. Uh-huh. My first race was... Like, I had... My car had... Like, I had an issue. It was like... I was like... The seat was, like, too close to the pedals. So, my... Like, I was really, like, jammed up. So, I didn't have much room to have control over the pedals. It was like... I could either have, like full throttle or no throttle and like i was struggling to like kind of have just like a light foot on it so i was like either full go or full break and like it it was detrimental like my second my second time with um the second race with a different car felt so much better yeah same, yeah and then there were definitely some turns that, that i think i hit my brake and gas at the same time yeah, yep yep <laughs> But did you ever, like, like you hit, like, a, a turn really nicely, and you're like, oh, man, I'm going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that last turn, going to the straightaway, yeah. I'd be like, oh, man, I'm going so fast. And then, like, okay, wait, when do when do I stop? It's like, how much can I get out of this turn before I have to slow that down? Was, I love, yeah. That's where I had one overtake on Lori, but she had the <laughs> blue flag. But it felt legit at the time. That first race, like, within two laps, like, I got some dude, like, went past me, and I, the guy blue flagged <laughs> me, and, like, I had to pull over to so the guy, but, and that guy was, like, fast. Like, he was, I don't know, he was, definitely wasn't his first time. <laughs> yeah, and that straightaway, was Laura was ahead of me, and she, she was, Hitting the line properly, probably going out wider than turning into the, the turn. Yeah. And I was just trying to go up the inside, and I 
So I was pretty late on the brakes because, like, that's the cool thing to do when overtaking. <laughs> and then I ended up, like, getting into the at the apex. I was, like, side-by-side side in her. But then yeah. the next turn's a right turn. Yep. And I had the outside <laughs> line and I screwed myself. Yep, that, that happens. What goes a slight left and then a sharp and right. And then a sharp right, yeah. And then the left turn where I crash. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, so that the turn that you crash is turn three. Yeah. That that was definitely the hardest turn. Uh, that turn, I, I went over it so many times in my head after the race. <laughs> <laughs> I think the key is to go out wide and then yeah, actually hit the apex rather than hug, hug it tight. Yeah, and I had, so I had a lot of issues of like with my brakes, like my the tires locking up. And like, so that's like, that's what causes you to spin out. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I was having like better grip on my tires by just doing no gas, no brake and using that to slow down instead of slant, like slamming on my brake. Cause that's like the issue was I, I, I didn't have much of a feel or touch with the brakes. Yeah. The right after that turn where I crashed that little, the chicane right area the right turn i would always nail but i think i would nail it because the referee would be standing right there so i was like oh i can't screw this up yeah <laughs> it's like oh man i really like this dude's watching me like but i, but I remember i would just hit the wall at the wall every time i just look up like <laughs> i like oh i know he's just roasting me in his head <laughs> <laughs> like oh i did that bad now i gotta nail this one i think it was like like one of those first few turns, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm going so fast!" And then the guy blue flagged me, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like pull over, you're slow, and I'm like, "I was like, oh man, like, like dude, I just nailed that." <laughs> like, and then I'm like, "I'm like, why? Why did I think I would be good at this? Like, I have never done something like this before. Like, like just because, like, like what gate? What, for what reason do I think I'd be remotely good at? This? Well, I watch a couple F one races. Parts. I of watch them. Drive to Survive. <laughs> so. Yeah. So basically, I know everything. <laughs> but props to Lori though for doing it. If Haley was there, I was trying to get Haley to come. If she was there and she was racing, she probably wouldn't have liked it. We gotta just run out the whole. Just one day, I just do a qualifier and a couple, maybe like t- ten laps of actual, maybe longer than ten yeah. laps. It it needs a bigger track. Yeah, like that track is like very tight. It it'd be cool being like just having a little bit more room. Be where if like, all right, you didn't take the turn perfectly, you didn't run into a wall. You just were slower. You mm-hmm. know, like that would be cool. But like this one, it's like, oh, you hit, you miss the turn, you're in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I think they change the the track sometimes, though. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah, I guess they could do that because it's all like little pieces. Because uh, I looked at a YouTube video the day before <laughs> to, see, oh. <laughs> to, like, to try to memorize a track, and it was way different in the video. <laughs> John's like, all right, turn three, you gotta go. <laughs> That's funny. We definitely have to do it again at some point. Yeah, well, we have a free race, right? I thought we do. We get a free race every time. It just... was 
you know, you get we had, we had two, two races for the for the first day, and then the next time you get one free race, I think. Okay. So, we got to go for a free race. Yeah. Because me, you, Jake, all have free races. And then Andy used his free race that day. So, he only had to pay for one, but if he'd be going in, he'd have to pay for another. But you can't. I feel like you can't just do one race if you go. Yeah, because then you want to do better. Yeah, exactly. And then, like the people that raced right after us, it was just those two people on the track. Yeah. That would've been sick. Yeah, that would've been cool. Was Connor fast, or was he? Was he the slowest? I think he was. I was. I think at the in the second race where we we're all in better form, it was Andrew Garrett. Than me. But Andrew had like maybe a s- nine tenths of a second on me. <laughs> I was only, I think I was only like six tenths of a second behind Andrew. Did you look at like at that straight? Would you look at the scoreboard to see where yeah. you were? Yeah, and then I'd be like, oh, like I did that and then I was like, oh my god, like I'm the slowest. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, I gotta push this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I looked up once. In the first race, I was like second. I was like, oh, I'm doing good. And then I ended up last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and then I would have like, I would hit like the turns really well. And then the, they, they stopped. Yeah. Like someone, because someone ran into a wall or something. And I was like, oh man, this was going to be a good lap. Because the, so if, because if you have a lot of speed going into your first lap, like that's huge. Mm-hmm. Like, or, you know, the first portion of that lap. And then I hit that third turn well. And then I was like, this, oh, is, the this one. is the one. <laughs> and then we they stopped it. I'm like, oh, man. Because I, I was definitely way more comfortable in the second half of the track than the first half. Yeah, me too. I just like that straight away. Yeah. Just gun it. It sounds nerdy, but I do wish there was more data to look at during your ra- like during the racing part yeah. to see where you're losing time and. That would be cool. Yeah, to see where you could pick like, cause there, I think there's probably some parts where I felt like I was nailing it, and it might have been slower than other parts <laughs> of the track. Yeah, I want like a, uh, like a, overhead view of like where I was like hitting the turns. <laughs> That'd be cool. We're call right here. Yeah, hour 15 minutes. That's not bad. Not too shabby. I don't know. Any closing statements, John? Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, if you made it to the end of this episode, I will not Venmo you anything, <laughs> but you're a good friend. Secret word is... Zesty. Zesty. Cute outro song. Did you do the wordle? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh. Was it zesty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> zesty. Thank you for listening. I drew our biggest fan. Even though I said you weren't, you actually are. Goodbye. <laughs>